0: team members, and the larger world. I am so passionate about sharing with you the stories of entrepreneurs and leaders who have impact, their inspiring and energizing role models. I hope you use what you learn here to be inspired about what you can do in your business and beyond. For ongoing inspiration and support to get clear on your impact and put it into action, enter your name and email at workalchemy.com. Today's guest in this podcast series on impact is Andy Nilo, a near-death experience led to CEO of Alatura Naturals, Andy Nilo, to develop a cutting-edge natural skincare line that is revitalizing the skincare market. Andy was hit by two large vehicles while crossing a busy street in 2011. A former model and high-level athlete, he relied on his body to make a living and knew that even if he recovered, his life may never be the same. He vowed to rebuild his body and spirit using the healthiest ingredients and products he could find. Alatura, Latin for feeding and nourishing, was created to offer consumers natural, soothing, and effective skin remedies. The most critical tool for healing my exterior was a handcrafted blend of unique, specialized ingredients from around the world that I formulated myself. They say necessity is the mother of invention, and here we are, says Andy. So welcome to the podcast, Andy. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. You uh, that was quite an intro.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. tell us a bit about how how this came about. I mean, you're you're. We just heard a little bit about the background for your business, and what led you to commercialize this, going from your own personal experience.
1: Oh wow! So it's and where do I start? Well, the accident that you mentioned really uh, just turned my uh, my passion for health, wellness, and ultimately skincare into an absolute obsession to, you know, I use myself as my own biggest science experiment to <laughs> recondition, rec- recondition my skin and just accelerate the healing of abrasions and scarring that I had all over my body. I was really, really banged up after that, uh, that accident where I was hit by a westbound heading vehicle, hit into the eastbound lane and run over by an SUV, oh, wow. both cars and I had uh, seven broken ribs, a collapsed lung and a very uh, one of the worst compound fractures of uh, of my of a jaw that uh, the surgeons at Cedar Sinai have ever seen. So I knew I had my work cut out for me and I uh, as soon as I got out of the ICU and transferred to a, a regular hospital room, I just I just took it as a challenge to get back on my feet and get back as healthy as I could as quickest as, uh, as possible, but uh you know to commercialize it and to turn it into a business that wasn't even a flicker of a thought um until months down the road, but I just wanted to get back on my feet and have my parents look at me the same way that they wow. used to you know?
0: yeah well I mean some to to have an experience like that so traumatic and i'm I'm sure you underwent multiple surgeries and procedures to go from that and to not kind of sink into a depression about it because your livelihood would have been questionable at that point, having been a model and athlete. How, how do you, what do you think is in you? What characteristics are in you that led you to do that? And and how does those help you in your
1: business? Well, that's a really good question. That's actually the, the central ingredient to, I believe, well, just in my, my own uh, story, just my, my success to, as an athlete and, um, you know, in the entertainment industry and ultimately in, uh, where I am right now with Alitura in, in business. And that's just a work ethic, uh, discipline, consistency, and just, uh, yeah, I would say a tireless work ethic, a persistent a level of persistence that w- has been instilled since I was about 14 or 15 years old when I really made it a a goal of mine to work as hard as I could to get to the next level and ultimately earn a scholarship to a PAC 10 division one baseball school, UC Berkeley. And that was, you know, as a 14, 15 year old kid in a, in a town like Palo Alto, your, you know, academics and grades are so Mm -hmm. important. And I, it's not like I shy we knew as an athlete, as athletes, we had to get grades in order to be eligible to play. So that was important. But I, it's in my head, I I just, I was obsessed with watching highlights of baseball, football, basketball, and I was an athlete. And that was my dream to to be on SportsCenter and on ESPN and on baseball tonight. And that was just a goal of mine. And it's, it's amazing that, that that people try, you know, I just had certain coaches back then that try to diminish those dreams. And that that irritated me at a young age because I I, didn't, I couldn't understand why someone would try to do that to, to, to a, just a kid coming into his freshman year of high school. So what I did is I just worked as hard as I could to ultimately prove myself right and, and, and accomplish my goal. And then, you know, people some people helped along the way. Stu Peterson, whose son, Jock, uh, is now the center fielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He I used to babysit jock while Stu is an ex-major league player uh himself he was my coach one of my coaches in high school and he believed in me and he was in as an ex-major leaguer and and, and uh, as someone who did uh what what i ultimately wanted to do with my life and showed belief in me i took that and just ran with it and i just it's it's a level of momentum mentally to get that t- that sign of approval from someone in, who played in the major leagues that was a little flicker of uh a little ember of momentum that led to an inferno of just desire to, to accomplish and knock down goals. And that, that hasn't left, thankfully. And and that, you know, just every day I had uh, just an extreme discipline to, to knock down goals through work ethic, through setting out plans, through uh, speaking out uh, goals into existence and ultimately knocking them down. I mean, I was doing all this visualization, meditation, Uh, positive self-talk. I was doing all this at 14 and 15 years old, writing down goals and and then going across the street to Stanford University, uh, where I'm from in Palo Alto, and and I I would just run stairs and work, you know, hit until my hands bled and lift weights until I would develop blisters. I just became obsessed. That obsession is what leads. I I read more and more about stories of very successful people that hopefully one day I could I don't if, even come close to what some of these people that are, you know, achieve big things like Steve jobs and Elon Musk and Richard Branson. I mean, these people are, are extremely successful, but they're also, uh, they just have, you know, just an extreme obsession and a very, very, uh, high, uh, level of work ethic to, uh, to back that up. And I really feel that's the recipe to success. And that's, what's, uh, transferred into Al-A-Turion Well, and Those, things. those guys
0: you mentioned, Steve jobs and Elon Musk, they're certainly, Ultra focused were and are ultra focused on their goals and what they want to achieve. And you're, I mean, you've, you've certainly pulled out of a very difficult scenario and, and brought those things to bear to, um, to really overcome that and move through it. You, you mentioned several things like discipline, consistency and persistence. One of the things that I've asked people about on the podcast is, um, what are the values that you feel you bring into your business? Because I, I, I believe that impact, making a positive contribution, really, is so much based in that, whether we're conscious about it or not. But you seem to have given that a lot of thought and consideration. What are what are you, the main values that you think are so
1: integral to your business? That, that's a really good question. It's aside from ingredient integrity. And as you mentioned, Allotura being Latin for feeding and nourishing. And, uh, you know, with the skin being our largest organ, we want to treat it like another mouth and ultimately rubbing in the the best uh, ingredient decks that we can, whether it's a moisturizer, night cream, serum, cleanser. I mean, I just, we, we go to great lengths to compile our ingredient rosters with the best extracts, oils. So purity of ingredients has been Uh, with an ultimate disregard to cost on our end. We just want to create something in that level of trust uh, with customers that is hard to find these days, even with the all natural and organic uh, label that a lot of products have these days. And it's such a catchphrase. It's really not the case a lot Mm. of the time. So we strive to be that brand that other brands want to, I know that's, I don't want that to come off uh, as arrogant or anything. I just really have a goal with Alatura to be the standalone company that people uh, go to uh, as uh, the one and only, like without que- with, with, without any questioning of any ingredient integrity or uh, just what we're trying to do here. And uh, that's that's the number one most important thing. Number two, I think, would be to give back. We work with Smile Train. uh a cleft, uh, repairing, uh, um, what, what they do is they, they repair clefts. Um, it's a cleft repairing surgery with, uh, children all around the world that have, it's almost, have you ever seen a, a, a cleft, uh, disrupted yes. cleft, really yeah. cleft? That, that felt, smile train is so special to me because uh, after my, my accident, I, the left side of my face, I severed a nerve, which con- uh, controlled all, uh, um, you know, all the functioning from, Uh, the left side of my face from the brain to that, those muscles. And I couldn't smile correctly. I had to overemphasize the left side of my face to hopefully make it look somewhat even. And so I can relate to being uncomfortable with not, you know, not feeling great about your, about my smile. And so that, that's another thing. Giving back has been a huge thing. We providing jobs to, you know, to hiring a staff and, and ultimately providing, um, uh, you know, a source of income to, my team, that feels great. I'm alive, so that's that's truthfully the I'm good. So I'm not really right now. I got a second chance. I, I love to uh, do cool things uh, with and for my family and friends, and I just you know it's a level when you get back uh, and you're you know you're able to do and function the way you were and all I wanted to do was just get back. And now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much almost all the way there. And I, that's an indescribable feeling of uh, gratitude. And so I just, that just being able to, to give people to, to be a part of a, a such a rewarding industry with the health and wellness and beauty and cosmetic industry where make, where you get to make people feel better about themselves. That's, that's unbelievable to me. And that, so that's, I'm just so uh, – it's, it's hard to put into words because for so long I just wanted to to have a job and I wanted to do something productive. I wanted to just – just um, I felt like I was underachieving. And with, uh, with the uh, entertainment industry, it was, it was going well, and it, but it wasn't my passion. I mean Alatura is so special to me. It was something I built from scratch and, and it is my passion. It was looking at me my entire life. Uh, nutrition, um, wellness, skincare—I mean, these are things that have have always been so have always been an interest of mine ever since I was a little kid. Just always counting calories, fat, protein on the back of uh, uh, you know whatever I was eating, and then kind of because I was trying to gain weight. I was kind of a skinny kid growing up, so I wanted to get as much calories and and all that into my system as possible. But what that did is that was You're uh, the envy of every that,
0: dieter out there. <laughs> Uh, yeah I mean it was
1: yeah I just well I wanted to be an athlete and I was just real thin I was like six to 160 pounds going into my senior year and that's not exactly uh you know you're not exactly filling out your frame but I grew I grew into my body uh you know just through you know becoming passionate about uh nutrition and and it's led into right where I'm supposed to be which is my purpose and this is I uh, you know when you find your purpose and you combine that with passion and helping others, it's, man, it's indescribable. It's, I'm extremely grateful to be where I am. well,
0: it's an amazing feeling to feel that you're making a contribution in that way. And, And what do you feel is the impact on your customers when they feel better about themselves? Like what, that's what, you mentioned that as the kind of your, your, your mission or your goal around your company. Is that, is there more to it? Is that it? And, and, and what's the impact of that?
1: Uh, on the impact on me or on On your customers? So I can, uh, well, I, I can relate to, well, let's say after the accident, when I was, I went to whole new grocery stores and I didn't really like the way that, uh, people, you know, you go from eye contact to, to people seeing how your chin and, and uh, my jaw was wired shut and my teeth were little nubs from uh, the accident. And so I was extremely uncomfortable with how I, with my appearance. And then I was able to just recondition my skin and and ultimately get the wires out and get back to, um, get get back on my feet again, mentally and physically, so to speak. And, and I just, I, when you get, I can, you know, there's so many testimonials of beautiful stories of people getting off of Accutane and very toxic products and, And you know, choosing, giving my products a chance, and then coming out, and then them telling, being then customers telling me what the products have done and how it's helped their overall, you know, quality of life. That's, I mean, Ursula, that is just, I can't tell you how much that means to me. That's just because I've I've been there where I've been uncomfortable with that, and to have something. Uh, just a true story of how a product was built and then actually have it benefit someone and have that start to spread like wildfire and and word of mouth being our biggest form of marketing. That is really something we, we, uh, rely on because we rather, rather than take out full page ads and magazines and get really big celebrity endorsement. We just, we would rather put more into our ingredient decks and and let the customers speak for, for our brand and our products. So that's, that's, um, that's how yeah. we're doing. Well, it. and
0: that's the best kind of feedback you can get. If people are willing to spread the word, then they're getting a huge benefit from it.
1: Absolutely, it's, and you know that that's that's how I, as a consumer, reviews are what I look to, to before I buy a product. So, we we have a good review system that follows up uh, a couple of weeks after the customer's purchase, and we just want to hear how. it's going and and usually it's i mean our reviews are are i'm so very proud of our reviews and we we don't incentivize them it's just true feedback true and honest feedback from from customers that you know appreciate what we the lengths that we've gone to to in compiling our products but that is that is uh it's that's why you know it's like making a meal or painting a a picture uh, drawing a picture or or, um, you know creating a a painting or artwork or something like that you just want to you want to hear honest feedback and hear, hear how it affects other people, and, and, and all you want is that. I mean, it's complete validation to me, and, and uh, completely validates the, the work that we put into uh, just creating our products. And that's why I do what I do, and I'll just continue to ride this thing until the cows come home. And I really—that's <laughs> great. You know. Well, you
0: went from being, um, I'm guessing, self-employed as a model and, and athlete. Um, is that is that how you how you ran those how, how things work before the accident? So
1: before the accident, I was working a lot as a model and an actor. And after the accident, uh, that was definitely put on hold. But what, what I didn't do is I booked a job for Macy's, a clothing line in um, uh, Northern California. There was a runway shoot a runway show for, for Macy's. I think around seven or yeah, about seven weeks after my accident, seven or eight weeks after my accident. And I didn't tell my Northern California agent about my accident because I just didn't want to make that phone call. And I kind of just made it an outside goal of mine to make that runway show. It was such a lofty goal. And I figured, you know, Hey, if it wasn't going to get going to happen a couple weeks out, I could call and kind of bail out and they could replace me with another model. But I really wanted to work hard and make that, that runway show and, ultimately I did. So that, that was, uh, you know, a little, another momentum builder to make that, that runway show and kind of just proved to myself that I could, I'm, I'm back, you know, just that, that flicker of positivity and momentum getting back on your feet and doing things that people said that I wouldn't be able to do because of the accident, which I understood, but I didn't, I didn't really have to agree with it. So I just, I just worked hard and I, I, I stayed extremely diligent and disciplined with everything that I put into and onto my body. And I, was ultimately able to work out a few weeks before the, the, um, the runway show and get back into, into good shape, uh, for that runway show. That's amazing! And that was, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I literally, uh, I got the wires out the Thursday before my runway show, which was that wow. Saturday. So when I got wires out, I had to get my teeth cleaned obviously. And, uh, but yeah, all that happened days, two days before the, the runway show. And I, yeah big, I mean, I had a, from one of the points of impact on my right side, I had a huge road rash, uh, mm-hmm. gash and I was the only model doing a, well, one of my, uh, one of my scenes, I think I had like four segments. One of my segments was a shirtless scene. I don't know why they, well, I think they picked me because of the, in the castings. I, I don't know. I, that's just where that, what they went on, but I, they didn't, I mean, I, cause it was a full on emergency roof uh, chop job. On one of my scars on the right on my right hip and it, it just looked a very very that did not completely heal uh uh within seven weeks but it was just kind of funny you know i made a joke out of it and i uh but that was uh from the neck up i looked okay <laughs> it was, you can kind of tell but yeah but from the neck down there was a i was a little yeah, banged it sounds up
0: like it well the the question I was wondering was making a transition from, you know, being a small entrepreneur, self-employed, basically getting a series of jobs out there, essentially going from that to a uh, corporation with employees and having a, a much larger kind of business. How did you find that transition? What kinds of things did you find particularly challenging in that? What seemed easy?
1: Oh, so... Well, what I did, what what seemed easy to me at at the beginning was when you have one product, which was our Aleterra clay mask. And before uh, Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Nutrition invested into the brand, I was on his podcast and I got a big response from his following from how, you know, just asking how they could purchase the mask. And so what I did is I just kept it as simple as possible. The formula was the hardest part, but I, I had that. I've been doing that for years so that was but I didn't have any multi, any way to get the yeah I wasn't mixing it properly. I didn't have the mud mask uh, mixing agent it was I was handshaking the the clay mask daily and then just putting on labels that I got from Kinko's and Times' New Roman font and handwriting out instructions, but that whole process of just getting orders out day of responding to customers coming up with a price, I kept it as simple as possible. I didn't overthink things, if that makes sense. A lot of, a lot of people getting into business, they overthink things and they forget to ever take that first step. I just, what I, what, what I knew to do was just absolutely just get it done, get, get the order out and then, all right, so maybe I should get a website going. All right, maybe I should get a name for my company. Maybe I should get uh, someone to help me out with this, uh, these images and things like that. I basically was selling the product before I had a business in place. And then once we got, um, we got financially a little bit more uh, set with the the products and uh, with the packaging, then things really started to smooth out and, and get more on track. But it was kind of working backwards uh, from building a product because we had buyers before we even had a price, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. We had people who buy the product and just wonder how to buy it, and I had to figure out how to how to accept their money uh, legally. So I mean, I, I just had to come up with a PayPal account, and then we went to a Shopify website, and then it was uh, it was an interesting story, but it's uh, it's true, and it's it's a little uh, a little less uh, you know a little uh, I forget the word, but it's 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 not as it's a little different of a path that most business owners go to but I wouldn't change a thing. Well, and
0: you you got you started off with the best possible scenario, which is people that really wanted what you had to offer and that's uh, kind of the holy grail of every every business. So you had clarity about that right from the beginning, which is so helpful. Did have has your the, the things you spend time on in your business has that shifted and changed like what do you find is is your the best way you can spend your time and energy and have other people do other stuff
1: absolutely delegating has been huge delegating is it's a it was the hardest part for me because for a little over two years i didn't want anybody to touch any part of the business because i would hire people here and there and something would get left out. Something would get forgotten. Something would get broken. Uh, something would get looked over, something would slip through the cracks. And I just, and that never happened when it was just me. I mean, this is my baby. I'm absolutely obsessed with this. So when I could, if it, it didn't matter, it was pure adrenaline too. I mean, I, I loved what I was doing. So it was kind of hard for me from a quality control aspect to hand any part of the business mm-hmm. over. Also, it's just you know uh, waiting in line for an hour a day Monday through Saturday is not the best use of my time. Post office Yeah, yeah, yeah. The post office with a big laundry, a big white laundry basket full of orders. I mean, it's funny. I mean, but I was I remember when my car broke down. I was taking Uber to the post (laughs) office and walking back with uh, with two uh, laundry baskets home. I, I just little stories like that. It's just it's funny. It's fun to look back and just. You know, I don't want to lose that. I still have that that rookie mentality of uh, you know I want to keep that hunger and I want to keep that sense of urgency. But you know, you start to realize handing that off. My my time is most is best used advancing the company through um, you know coming up with the products, doing the the research and development on our serum that we're going to be releasing, or our uh, brightening scrub, or our you know pearl cleanser that we just released today. Yeah, by great. the way, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's fun. But it's, that's where my, my time is best used in doing podcasts like this, getting the word out there, meeting, um, you know, larger partners, larger distributors, getting into larger, um, online e-commerce, uh, stores, uh, retail stores, brick and mortar, things like that. That's what I'm best used, used, used for, uh, as far as advancing the brand. But it, it was very tough for me, Ursula. I mean, my, I I just couldn't I I couldn't it was it was extremely hard to I mean just last year up until last April uh February excuse me uh was uh 2016 I I did it all from from 2014 to uh uh March 2016 I did it all myself because people here and there would you know wouldn't do the the same job that I that I would which is totally understandable from a human nature standpoint I mean if it's if it's not their baby, they're not going to put the exact same detail and attention to certain uh, areas of the business. But I, I just couldn't deal with that. I mean, uh, if someone was going to screw something up, I just couldn't have it. And so I was happy to do it. And I love doing it. So why not? Why not do it all day every day? And that's what. Right. <laughs> you know, really, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a. Tr- I took a big like blue collar aspect to it, where just from scratch, from you know seven in the morning yeah. till seven at night, I was. You know, packaging orders, getting back to customers, getting back to uh, customer inquiries, FAQs, things like that. Building the website, product pictures, formulating, uh, manufacturing, just calls, and and then taking it off, and then coming back, and then doing the same thing all over again. It was just, I wouldn't have it any other way because that's all I've wanted was to have something my my entire life, and then here it is. You have a chance. It's like, I just that you know that's there's nothing else i'd rather be doing that's great
0: well uh, in the course of of your returning to great health and and really managing all the things that you're doing as passionate as you are sometimes we can get so caught up in what we're doing that we're not looking after ourselves have you found that to be an issue or are you pretty good about discipline and and in self-care and what kinds of things do you do to keep your energy level up oh that's
1: a great question i I have a routine that I do every single morning ever since I you know had my wires in my in my uh, my job from from the accident and that's just I have this morning tonic to reduce inflammation and really just uh, nurse the system and, and get me as, uh, get, you know, build my blood and get get uh, get me feeling as good and uh, light on my feet as possible to be as uh, energetic as I can throughout the day. Because we have to be locked in. I mean, we're in 74 countries now and we're, you know, the different time zones and, and the different uh, wholesale and customer, inqu- customer inquiries all day long. We just want to be on top of that in a timely manner. So I have to be as locked in as I can throughout the day and then at, uh, I love working out. I love music. Uh, the people that I work with make it really easy for me we have a really good staff over here. So it's fun. We create a fun atmosphere. We moved into a larger facility now, um, out in the, uh, Glen Oaks, uh, Glen Oaks Canyon area of Los Angeles. And it's, it's beautiful. So we, we have that and, and just, we, we create a fun work, uh, a fun creative uh, work atmosphere that allows for the most productive, uh, environment to, to you know further the business and uh from a personal standpoint i just now that i've delegated uh, certain responsibilities i mean as we grow as a business and we are growing pretty rapidly it's just we i do have to take care of myself and i do have to make it uh make that a priority because there have been times where <laughs> you know it's just it's part of it you have to you have to embrace some of the the stress the stresses that have that, that come with uh, running a business and and but with that said, I, I just have to that's when I really have to step up my, my nutrition, my exercise, my, my, uh, my meditation, just all the quirky things that I do throughout the day, hanging upside down on an inversion table with a clay mask on. I mean, it's just those little things are, are I need to really stay on top of, because ultimately they're going to lead to uh, you know optimal production of the, the business, the company, myself and my staff
0: that's great you've got a real regimen going i uh, one of the things that you mentioned in a uh, little bit a little bit ago was you talked about partnering and you talk about your your staff that way but in terms of partnering and forming joint ventures and and uh, reaching out to <clears throat> potential outlets for the product what are some things that you've learned in that process that uh, you think has made you
1: so successful as far as reaching out to potential yeah. partners yes. or research, so it's it's interesting because there's a that you, we get a we get many people that reach out to us and we, that's worked out well. Um, you know, as far as uh, marketing specialists, SEO specialists, keyword, Amazon, it's daily when you you get so many people that claim to be the best in their uh, vocation. I mean, it's just, it's tough to, to narrow it down and find out who really is going to produce. And you, the only way you, you learn is trial and error. And, and that's, uh, that's the tough part, but I really feel like the, the, the best way to find out who, who's really going to work for you is, is reaching out to the, the people that are, 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 don't have time to reach out to you. I mean, I want to, I want success leaves clues. So what I want to do is, and I think the best way to do that is is follow someone that you admire and that you look up to, whether it's someone in the same, um, uh, business, uh, you know, model as you is or the same industry as you or the same, uh, you know, e-commerce space as you or similar. Just from a physical product standpoint, look at, look at someone in, 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 in you know, pay, I've, I've even heard to reach out to them and and pay them to consult, pay them for their time to maybe for an hour to, to consult with, with you and and see how they would, uh, what what type of steps they would take if they were in your shoes. And we've done that, that that's been great. And if, does that make sense? Like, I think the best way to, to be as successful as possible is to reach out to the people that have done it before, rather than the people reaching out to you, want to work with you and maybe make money off. of Yeah, you too. absolutely. Uh, yeah,
0: he can benefit yeah. from other people's learning and, and how they've done things. Yeah. It's a great resource to bring into play. Right.
1: Yeah. So that that's been important. And also we have a really good team of partners. Uh, Dave Asprey has been huge. I mean, he's, he was uh, a big um, influence of mine. He's, he's obviously an investor in Alatura, but he's always there i mean he, he started bulletproof um, from the ground up himself and now it's a multi-million dollar company as well and and they're rapidly growing but he always he's always there for me and and um if i have any questions and he he's been a huge help uh, as far as growing the business yeah, as well that's great well if you had one piece of advice
0: that you would share with another business owner is asking themselves how can i go out there and really contribute with my business how can i really Help people in a significant way what would you say to them
1: hmm I, I would say the most important thing is to really seek excellence with now see I, I'm, I'm coming from a physical product standpoint and it is it, it's it's so important to just make the best products not the best products to prop, not not the best profiting products, so to speak. Like I want I just get more out of the reaction than, uh, what it does financially for the brand, if that makes sense. So with that said, I'm starting to, to, you know, listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of books where the most successful people have that very similar mindset where they'll take a hit on margins just to get that validation and that trust from customers where, ultimately it leads from word to mouth and you once you get a customer depending on your business that that customer value is everything and so just I'd rather uh, I'd rather just in and, and, and I, I, I sleep well <laughs> I mean I we 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 take a lot of pride in, in what we do with, with with how we create our products and and the ingredient ro- and the ingredient rosters that we that we create and it's I would say to uh, to people starting a business out there to just go to every length that they can to create the best products and the best business possible. Be able to be able to show why your business stands out side by side comparisons maybe of another brand without using their name going just just the differentiators in your business and your product is really going to sell yourself and market yourself and and ultimately make your business stand out. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Going to, I, I like what you said about going to every length to have the best product. And that is a, that's a big distinguisher right there. And also helping people understand what's different. What's different about you? What do you do that others maybe don't offer? Right.
1: And and they can even, you know, just pointing out, you know, it's, it's an education factor. There's an education factor to that, to that as well. When, when people... Who say you know maybe they look on the back of a a protein shake and they go well what's wrong with this? It says it's all natural and then they see and they read (laughs) the ingredients and then they see natural flavors and they don't understand that that's a you know a a government recognized like code term for monosodium glutamate which is a very uh, you know it's a it's an ingredient that tells your brain it crosses the blood brain barrier tells you that you're still hungry and that you love what you're eating and that you love what you're drinking, whatever it may be. That's just, it's not natural flavors. Well, it says natural. Well, without, it must be good. Just calmly explaining that that's actually not the case. You're helping other people and that, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. Just being, just being of service and, and helping, helping to, to educate others and make smarter choices about what they put into and onto their body. I mean, that's it. And then once you do that, hopefully trust comes, but if not, it, it just makes me feel good, and um, that's what it's all about, really, to me. Yeah. Well, Andy, thank you so much
0: for sharing all of that with us today. I mean, the fact that you've gone from a, a terrible accident in only six years ago to a company where your your product is now in seventy four countries it's it's quite an extraordinary thing, and it really speaks to those things you talked about early on about discipline and perseverance and consistency that you've been able to build something out of that experience. That's, that's, uh, really doing something valuable, uh, for yourself and for other people. So thank you for sharing that today. Oh
1: uh, Thank you so much for having me on. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That's, uh, you know, I love, I love what I do and I, I love being alive. I love being able to chew and smile and <laughs> Being able to to run around and no seriously I mean when I had my wired yeah. shut my when they when they put my jaw back together my bite was off and I couldn't I couldn't chew correctly and I couldn't smile without my teeth clinging into each other and just the little things like that they're not little and if anything I just want to like kind of share that with people that just perspective you know I, I mean I have no room to complain and I never did even before the accident or rarely did. But I just, you know, I'm am very lucky to be here. I'm a happy person and and uh, I'm extremely grateful. And you know, it's just to have a business that's that's helping others feel better about themselves and and it's growing. I mean, I, I it's just like I I'm right where I'm supposed to be, and I'm extremely happy. Uh, that's so. great. I also, uh, wanted well, to share a, just a discount code with with you and your following if if you want to check out the products. Uh, yeah, sure. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, so we're just going to call it Work Alchemy. And that's all one word, uh, lo- uh, not case sensitive, just 20% off the entire store. And if you have any questions, please, please ask. We, we are happy to answer them and we love what we do. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. What a generous gift. Thank you,
1: Andy. And if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Sure thing. It's uh, Well, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's at Andy Nilo and my last name or well, it's A N D Y last name H is in Henry and is in Nancy I L O and it's at Alatura Naturals. That's A L I T U R A N A T U R A L S. And it's Alatura on uh, that's our website. And yeah, we're on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all, all those handles and we, uh, yeah, we're uh, stay tuned. It should be uh, it should be an exciting rest of the year. We have a lot of good things coming up, and I love I love doing this. So that's great to
0: hear. Yeah. Well, thank you, and thank you for the work you're doing in the world, Andy.
1: Uh well, thanks for saying that. That's really sweet of you. I appreciate that.
0: So join us for more podcasts on impact. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast channel on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. Thank you to everyone listening for being here. Until next time, to keep that positive flow of energy going in your business so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by entering your name and email at workalchemy.com.